there in podcast land, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Hope you're doing well today. We we will be looking at Psalm 152, I mean 142, (laughs) and I'll be reading from the Message Bible today. And it reads, I cry out loudly to God, loudly I plead with God for mercy. I spill out all my complaints before him and spill out my troubles in detail. As I sink in despair, my spirit ebbing away, you know how I'm feeling. Now the danger I'm and the danger I'm in, the traps hidden in my path. Look right, look left. There's not a soul who cares what happens. I'm up against the wall with no exit. It's just me alone. I cry out, God, call, call out. You're my last chance, my only hope for life. Oh, listen, please listen. I've never been this low. Rescue me from those who are hunting me down. I'm no match for them. Get me out of this dungeon so I can thank you in public. Your people will form a circle around me and you'll bring me showers of blessing. Hmm. While this is another lamenting lamenting psalm written by David, We actually have a clue when this was written and perhaps why it was written. My Bible tells me this was written when David was in a cave. That's all it says, but that's enough because it makes me think of 1 Samuel chapter 24. And there you will find where David and his men were hiding from Saul in a cave when Saul came into the cave to relieve himself. And as the story goes on, David sneaks up behind him and cuts a piece of his robe. And then as Saul, you know, comes out of the cave and is getting ready to go, David comes out of the cave and says, look, I had the opportunity to kill you, but I didn't. You look upon me with favor. I'm not going to kill you. There is, I, I pose no threat to you. Um, so I'm thinking maybe this is when this particular psalm was written because a cave was involved. But, you know, now that we know the context to why he is in despair, we understand it now. He's being hunted like a wild animal. And the hunt for his life is unjust. Unjust. He did nothing to warrant Saul turning on him. And this is the scenario Um, that's often um, couched as when bad things happen to good people. I'm sure that you've heard that in sermons or in Sunday school lessons or in small group lessons. We could say this is David's plight right now. We hear in this psalm David pleading with God to change his situation. And we know that God eventually does, but not necessarily in that moment. David doesn't necessarily know that in that moment, or does he? And I think perhaps he does because of the way he ends the lament. He declares that God will shower him with blessings once he is rescued. That's the faith that David exhibits in this psalm. This from a man who is being hunted, you know, hiding for his life. Yet he knows that God will rescue him. He knows that blessings are on the horizon. I think this psalm speaks directly to we as caregivers. We want answers to why our loved one has to suffer. Why has our petition of healing not been granted? 
We're feeling desperate. We don't know where to turn. And and while I, I can't help you by declaring that God will answer your prayer in the affirmative, you know, or the way that you want him to, what I can tell you is that God will answer your prayer. What I also know is that you and I are always to do what David did, which is to remember that we are God's children and that he'll never stop blessing us. That this is a season, a season. And when the duration of time for the season is completed, we will get out of that season. But during that season, there's still blessings. We may not understand it or like it, but we're to trust God through it. Let's pray. Lord, we come before you, and many of us may be feeling desperate and in despair at the plight that we see our loved ones going to going through we may be in despair of, of the effect that it's having on us emotionally perhaps financially perhaps physically and we cry out for help and assistance we cry out for you to change the situation and sometimes it may feel as if we're being hunted by the enemy with bad news after bad news and Help does not seem to come in the way that we would like it to or with the compassion and the efficiency that we would like it to. And so we come to you, our God, you who said that we could lift our petitions before you, you who said that you would answer us, and we ask you to relieve us, to give us help, to help us to trust you in this situation. We would like to understand, but maybe the understanding is beyond our capability. Because how can we really wrap our minds around the suffering of our loved ones? Help us to trust you in this situation. I ask, Father, that you send help to the caregivers as you sent help for me. Give them relief. Give them respite. Help their loved ones to feel not only your love, but the love of the ones who's taking care of them. Restore relationships. Bring joy in this moment and, and memories of laughter. We come before you declaring that during this season, even though it's hard, that we recognize that you're still blessing us and we know that your blessings will never stop. Thank you for being that God. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Thank you.